Alright, hey there everyone, this is Caleb Van Voren with episode 12 of the Overcoming Podcast. I'm here with my guest, Kay Songji. I'm really excited to have him on here for the first time. Um, if you are a first-time listener, uh, be sure to uh, like, follow, subscribe, whatever platform you're hearing this on. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at OvercomingPC. Uh, be sure to share this with all your friends, comment, um, do all that fun stuff. Um, like I said, if you're new to the podcast, this is all about uh, struggles and how people have overcome them and found success in their lives. Uh, I'm really excited to talk with Kay today. Uh, Kay is uh, originally from the UK, currently living in Canada. Uh, he's a pretty cool guy. I met him over the summer uh, through some mutual marketing groups. Uh, he does coaching on how to build businesses online uh, through creating qualified audiences, uh, engaging, and monetizing them. Um, I'm really excited to have him on. So, uh, Kay, go ahead and tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do. Well, thanks for having me out, Caleb. Really appreciate it. Um, really happy to be on this podcast, especially given your theme of overcoming obstacles and creating success. That's something, you know, I've had a lot of obstacles, a lot of things I've had to overcome, um, set me back quite a bit, but eventually overcame them and the rest is history, which I'll get into down the line. So, um, just to share with everybody on here, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kay Somji. As Caleb said, I'm originally from London in the UK. Been living in Canada, wow, around, wow, around 12 odd years now. So been here, been out in North America quite a while. Wow. Um, and as far as what I do online, so as, as you mentioned, Caleb, yes, I do coaching for people who want to build businesses online. And the way I got into that was I originally started building my own business online before actually coaching others how to do it. Okay. Uh, so I built up in the network marketing industry. Um, you know, I had a lot of struggle in there, which I'll share. I eventually built up network marketing to a six-figure income. I've also done affiliate marketing, as you know. I, I think we promote some of the same stuff. <laughs> uh, I built that up to a six-figure income as well. And then after doing all that online to essentially strangers, I turned into my audience. I turned them into a captivated audience, engaged with them, um, eventually monetized through building solid relationships. After I'd done that, I'd found a lot of people who wanted to do the same. And through creating quality content, a lot of people would reach out to me and want to take it a step further. That's how I got into coaching. Wow. Uh, yeah, that, that's quite a journey. And that's really impressive. Uh, not a lot of people uh, manage to uh, make any money in network marketing, much less pull it up to... Uh, to six figures annually. That's really, really impressive. Uh, you're one of the only people I've ever talked to that's actually managed to do that. Uh, that's really impressive. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, going along with the theme of the podcast, right? Uh, we, we really like to dive deep into, uh, into a struggle, right? Something that you've really struggled with over time, right? Uh, that you've, you've had to use, uh, learn skills to overcome and in using those skills have found success. Um, so earlier uh, we, we talked about uh, how consistency, uh, you know, when, when you're thinking about, you know, what's the biggest struggle that you've, you've had, it's been consistency, right? Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about uh, how consistency has been your struggle and how that impacts your life? Yeah, so consistency is something I have struggled with in the past uh, in a bunch of areas, in business, 
in my health, in, you know, even things like going to the gym. I would go to the gym, as many of us do. We go for a few months and then we stop. But we start to slow down and then something happens and we stop and we just don't get back into it. And I looked to that and I thought, you know, when you look at any successful person in any area, whether it's someone successful in online business, in offline business, uh, a golfer, someone who goes to the gym, someone who's great at chess, in any single area, those people are consistent. Those people are consistent with their craft. They practice it day in, day out, or however often they do, but they are consistent with it. They stick to what they're doing. And I look back at my own life and I thought, okay, the things that I am successful in, like I've, I've learned other languages, I've learned to play musical instruments, you know, I've done well in my academic studies. And then I looked at the things I wasn't so great at. So when I, I just couldn't progress the level I wanted to in the gym. And no matter how much I was building my business, I just couldn't make any money. <laughs> and you know, you know the feeling, right? Yeah. I'm sure. So I think we all do at the beginning. And so I looked at some other people and I noticed the people who were doing it, the people who are actually making it happen. Guess what? When I was doing one video and then not doing one for months on end, they were doing them consistently. Mm-hmm. When I was going to the gym once or twice and then taking two weeks off, those people were going week in, week out. Sometimes only a couple of times a week, but it was really the consistency. Yep. And I noticed, you know, with languages, with musical instruments, even with business, the whole thing is for any skill, mm-hmm. it's consistency. And a lot of people don't realize business or making money online or, or what have you. They don't realize it's a learned skill, as, as you mentioned there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's something I know I struggled with. Uh, it's something uh, consistency I find to be... Uh, overall uh, an overarching broad skill um in to master in the uh the art of overcoming uh whatever struggle you might be facing um you know uh if, if you aren't practicing your skills uh and your beliefs and um everything like that on, on a consistent manner uh, all of a sudden those muscles start to get a little bit weak right uh, uh, all of a sudden uh, every single time feels like the first time and uh and sometimes you forget what to do um so how how was your lack of consistency i guess hold like how is it specifically holding you back like like what uh were you specifically being inconsistent in, right um just overall in your in your life and, and how was that holding you back so i was inconsistent in quite a lot of areas um so to give an example just in business I would make a video once and that was my preferred method of choice, video marketing. And then I do, wouldn't do one for a month. And then I do maybe two in a week and not do any for a couple of months. Same when I was blogging. So at a different time, I used blogging. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I was inconsistent with. I was inconsistent with sticking to one strategy. I do videos, then I do blogging. Then I was on Instagram, then I was on Twitter, then I was on YouTube and I was all over the place. So mm-hmm. with all those things, I was inconsistent with all of them. Uh, in my frequency of upload, my frequency of creating content. Uh, and, and I noticed not only, like you said, are you relearning everything pretty much for the first time and you're not building on that muscle, but you're actually going further back mm-hmm. sometimes. So if I don't do something for a while, I'm going to be, like you said, either relearning or you might even go further back than that. And it hinders you. And I also, I mean, when we're talking about something like a skill that's just for us, like learning a language or going to the gym. Mm-hmm. No one else, it's no, no, no one else's business, really. They don't really care. 
-hmm. But when you're building a business that other people can see, your lack of consistency, or I guess my lack of consistency, showed people that I wasn't serious. Mm -hmm. And why would somebody want to work with someone who's not serious? And, you know, I'm sure everyone on this podcast can, can understand if I say, you see somebody who does a video once a week for three weeks and then stops. Mm -hmm. Does that suggest that that person is successful and doing well with it? Or does that suggest that that person is unsuccessful and not doing well with it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I can relate to that entirely, right? That uh, It's so important like, that that stop and start, right? That stop and start. It, it, it's such uh, a big hurdle to overcome. And I think it's really important that you kind of talked about the fact that, um, you know, n not only uh, was it was it like doing it again, but it was almost uh, like you, you took steps backwards. Right. And, and so um, you, you mentioned earlier that uh, that what you started to do, right, it, it, in kind of realizing what your problem was, right, and recognizing what you were actually struggling with was consistency, you began to look to other people who were successful and, and you began to, to kind of parse out, um, you know, what was making them successful. Um, how did you um, kind of uh, latch onto this theme of consistency with them? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like rather than, uh, rather than, you know, oh, they're, they're doing this, um, this cool morning workout or they're doing that, you know, or, or they, uh, they read this book or they did that, or they did this. Like, how did you kind of latch onto that theme? Well, there's, there's two main ways. So in, in the entrepreneurial world, we always hear consistency is key. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Or some people say king. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing to hear, but sometimes we hear it so much. That it goes in one ear and out the other. We don't take it seriously a lot of the time. It's like, yeah, consistency is key. I've heard it a million times before. But when I looked at uh, what people really do, um, I read it in a book, and I can't remember which book it was. Um, but it, it was talking about how successful people, you know, they, they have certain habits. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to find the people in my niche who are having the success I want, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to effectively shadow them. Obviously, as, as far as I can see, I can't see behind the scenes, but I'm going to see what are they doing? How often are they doing it? Um, what other things are they doing? And then I also backtracked to, okay, now when these people started out, what were they doing then? Mm -hmm. Because uh, a pitfall I see some people make is we look to the to the other guy who's up here and we think, I could, I could never do what they do, right? Yeah, and, I don't have 18 hours a day to devote yeah. to doing all this stuff. Exactly, right? It can be overwhelming to see, example, let's take Gary V. You see Gary V and the guy's on Instagram, he's on Snapchat, he's on live video, he's doing fan page stuff. And, you know, to the average person, they see that and they think, you know, I, I can't do it. They're just going to think they can't do it. They don't realize it's taken him time to get there. Now he has a team of people helping him. Yeah. Uh, we sometimes look too far ahead. So I looked at the, the mentors I had and the people who were successful. And I backtracked and I said, okay, well, what did they do when they were starting off? What steps did they take? And a common theme was always, no matter what action they did, it was, okay, if someone's blogging, they've been blogging once a week for three years, mm -hmm. or they've been doing videos for years. And I, and I saw that and I thought, well, clearly when people say consistency is key, uh, these people have understood it. And I tried to find someone who had had success without being consistent and I couldn't find it. So at that point, I said to myself, okay, you know, you've been, you've been messing around with this entrepreneurial stuff for six years. You've made no money. 
either you be consistent or you just quit because I found out there was no way I was going to be successful without that consistency. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's really, really powerful. I think it's really important to kind of run that point um, to anyone who's struggling, not just with consistency and, and not just with a goal of uh, building a successful business, but, uh, but whatever it is that you want to achieve in life or whatever you're, you're struggling with, it's really, really important to find the people who have, who have done what you want to do right if you're struggling with an addiction find the people who have overcome that addiction right and then if you want to uh start a business or if you want to launch a podcast or if you want to you know have have a healthy successful marriage right uh, a really key skill right is being able to learn to identify the people who have been successful at the thing that you want to be successful at uh, i think a lot of people forget that uh, a lot of people forget the value um, in learning from those who have actually done it, um, even if it is from afar and for free, or uh, if you you got to pay them to learn, then it's fully worth it, right? If that thing is worth it to you, the the money comes and goes, but but the the knowledge you you gain is uh, is permanent, and I think that's that's really important to realize because I think too too often too many people. Uh, they start to look to people who are exactly where they're at, right? They start to look at, oh, hey, what are you doing now? You're, you're where I am, right? What are you doing to, to do this, mm-hmm. right? And too often, those people have no idea what they're doing, right? Like may, maybe one in a million, <laughs> yeah. right, right, just knows yeah. what they're doing. If you just latch onto them, they'll, they'll take you right to the top, right? Mm-hmm. You know, some people just get it from the get-go, but you're, it's pretty rare you're going to find that. So being able to identify the people in your space in your who have dealt with your struggle and learning from them is so important and that gets back to the whole theme of this podcast right which is me finding people who have actually overcome their struggles and figuring out how they did it uh which is really really cool um Mm -hmm. and so you you realize your problem was consistency Right, and you realize that it was holding you back in your business, right? Um, what other negative side effects uh, d- was it having on you just overall? Um, well, my lack of consistency had a lot of negative side effects because not only was I not making any money in my business, mm-hmm. um, it was giving me lots of self-doubt, thinking, can I actually do this? Um, it was taking up a lot of my time because I spent it's funny because now I spend a couple hours a day on my business. Mm-hmm. Um, back then I was spending hours and hours and hours, but I wasn't really doing anything. I was being busy, but I wasn't productive. So I'd spend like hours watching trainings but not actually executing. And so it was taking a toll on my time. It was taking a toll on my health because I was like up late nights convincing myself that I'm watching this for my business, even though I wasn't actually taking action. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a lot of uh, negative repercussions, even at times, like my parents always told me, you know, at the time I was in my early 20s, I said, you know, pack this stuff in, just go get a job. There was a lot of tension over that because I was so, I was so hard headed about what I wanted to do and I knew I could accomplish it. But looking back, I can see where they were coming from because they saw me doing nothing. They mm-hmm. saw me making no money. I mean, every time they would like just ask how much I was making, I got very defensive about it because I didn't want to be seen as though I've been doing this for years and not making anything. So it negatively impacted in, in, in that sense. And because I was being inconsistent in one area, 
Um, I don't know if it really correlates, but I was being inconsistent in other areas too. Now that I'm consistent in my business and I realize what it takes to make that work, guess what? I'm consistent in the gym. Guess what? I'm consistent in my reading. I'm consistent in just even little things like drinking enough water. Yeah. I've not had enough for the day. My mind says, okay, go get some more because mm-hmm. I know the what consistency does in the long run. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's really, really important to point out, right? Because um, a lot of times people people fail to consciously realize that the, str- the struggle they're facing in one area of their life right has a ripple effect on every everything else in their life whether, whether that just be from added stress lack of time right or, or also now they're neglecting their health or, or they're feeling uh, dysregulated emotions of uh, like shame and guilt when they're with their family um you know all that stuff it, it can all stem from that one struggle and then all of a sudden you're dealing with all these other struggles right absolutely yeah it's and, crazy yeah and so it's so important for people to realize that um it, it, it feels like your whole life is falling apart. Um, sometimes, and a lot of the time, it actually can be pinpointed to one specific thing um, that you that's kind of like the big thing that you need to solve before you kind of get back down to, to fixing all these other problems. And and you, you have to realize that all of this is tied together, right? Your whole life is interconnected. There, there's nothing that's compartmentalized about the way you live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really great. And the other thing I really love that you touched on there is the fact that um, and this is what I really strive for in the skills that we talk about on the podcast, which is um, that they can be applied to any struggle, right? I, I like to find skills that, um, you know, some that are specific to, to the specific problem, right, to the individual problem, but, but I like to also find ones that can be applied broadly to any, anything you're struggling with because I don't think there's any struggle that's too big or too small. Right. Uh, if it's something that's holding you back from achieving what you want to achieve, it's something that you need to overcome, and it's a real struggle. And a lot of these skills can be applied to anything. And so I love that you also talked about the fact that finding a way to be consistent in your life, right, and applying that consistency to every aspect of your life has helped you overcome the struggles that you may have found with being as healthy as you wanted to be, and as well as in your business, right as well as uh, reading all the books that you want to make sure you read and then finding time to do all the other things. Like when you're consistent, right? And when you use that skill, all the other things line up and you actually find you have more time on your hands rather than less. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's when you, when you just said more time rather than less, that is so true. And, and people wonder how does that work? Because obviously you're, you're being more consistent. How can you have more time? But, um, like that, you know, you probably saw that Facebook post I put up earlier mm-hmm. uh, and I was talking about consistency before I was kind of running around like a headless chicken, just mm-hmm. posting randomly multiple times a day. Now, because I know what I'm doing and I'm consistent with it, I've been able to just post once a day. People will notice I post once a day, but my engagement, I, I think there's very few people that rival my engagement on Facebook. Um, and that's just from one consistent post a day rather than some people will post four or five times in a day, then two, take two days off, then post a selfie, then take a week off, then post a cat video. Mm-hmm. It's all about delivering quality stuff on a consistent basis. Same with things like the gym. I used to go six days a week and I didn't get anywhere near as much results doing six days and then you know burning out and taking a week off. I get way better results going two to three days a week for consistency over time. It's um, It's that compound effect. I'm not sure if you've read that book. 
by Darren Hardy, amazing book. Uh, no, I haven't, but uh, I'll go ahead and write that down. We'll yeah. include it in the show notes. Um, yeah. Darren Hardy. The compound uh, effect. The compound effect? Yeah, it's funny. That was actually my first ever personal development book that I read. Awesome. We will, uh, we'll go ahead and drop that in yeah. the show notes. Uh, I may even just drop an Amazon link to that. Um, yeah, nice. That, uh, that'll be a, for uh, any potential listeners, that'll be a, be a solid um, solid read. Uh, I'll read it. Um, I'll probably just check it out from the library, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, and, and I love that, that you talk about that, right? Because it is, it, it's so, imp- because when you're more consistent, uh, I so much time is wasted in our heads, right? Um, like, we, we, I talked about last week with uh, our last guest, Katie, um, you know, between judgments, right? Judgments and thoughts about, uh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, or maybe I should do this instead, or should I do that, right? Or we spend time planning, right? And, uh, and we, we put out this whole big plan, and, and sometimes we get lost in the fantasy, right? Of, well, I'll do this, then I'll do this, then I'll do this, and then 10 years down the road, I'll be a billionaire, right? <laughs> and, and then you, you, you waste all that time and energy in your head, um, and it feels like you've done so much work, but you haven't accomplished anything, right? But you've wasted all that time. And so when you're actually consistently taking action, right, all of a sudden you're actually moving towards that goalpost and you have more time because you're not spending so much time in your head, um, mm-hmm. which is a huge, a huge benefit to anyone out there um, in any aspect of their life. Um, when, when, when you actually... Uh, as as Gary V V says, you know, you, you just uh, stop thinking and just do, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's yep. it's amazing. Uh, all of a sudden, things actually start to get done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's so funny, right? Because it's so it's so simple. It's such common sense. But even sometimes we think, well, I want to do it perfect. It's never going to be perfect. So when you just do, you will find your mistakes. You can calibrate from your mistakes. You can move forward even better. Well, yeah, exactly. It like uh, it's actually uh, you know I've been hearing that specific uh, specific message from Gary V for like three or four months, and then one day in October, like October like twentieth or something like that, it just like hit, right? And I'm just like, I've been talking about doing a podcast for two years, mm-hmm. right? Like fucking just like, but I keep having an excuse for why I'm not doing it, why I'm not doing it. Yeah, I need to plan this out better. I need to build an audience first, or I need to do this or that. Right, and now I'm just doing, and look at this. Now I'm 12 episodes in, and I have amazing kick-ass guests like you, right? And I've had authors, and I've had professors on, right, already, and I'm only 12 episodes in, right? Beautiful. Love it. You know, it's it's really, really cool. It's amazing what happens when you just stop and do rather than thinking. And, And then when you apply consistent action to that, the results just start to magnify exponentially. Um, which is that, that's so valuable, um, and so now we spent quite a lot of time on the pack on the idea of like how consistency <laughs> and why consistency is important, right? Uh, let's dive a little bit more into um, what I like to think of consistency as this overall skill, right? Just this thing that you do, right? Uh, kind of like uh, an overall skill of just like self awareness, right? Like you know, if you're more self-aware, you'll just, you'll be more successful and you'll be able to overcome because it, it trickles down to so many other skills, right? And so what, 
what were the specific tactics, right, that you were using to, you know, kind of help you overcome your lack of consistency, right? Because it's obviously not not a, a switch, right? It's not it's never night and day, uh, because human beings are habit forming beings, right? And so yeah. we have to break those habits and we have to break those uh, those rituals, right? So what were the tactics, the specific things you were doing to make yourself more consistent? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because some people can sit there and say, well, I'm going to be consistent today. And like you said, it takes a habit. So they, they can't break those bad habits and form new ones. And they end up relapsing and just not being consistent. So what, what I like to do is a couple of things. Some are very unique to myself. Some people may agree or disagree with some of the methods, but they work for me and I've seen them work for other people. So the first one is forced accountability. Forced accountability. So Let's say, for example, with the podcast you're talking about, I would put it out into the world. Mm -hmm. I would tell people on social media. I would tell my friends for a couple of reasons. Number one, so that people can say, if you don't do it like, hey, you said you were going to do that. What happened? You know, they're actually holding you accountable to it. How it's coming along. You're launching next week. How is it coming along? Mm -hmm. so you, already, you already said something and people are more likely to stick to their word when they've, uh, you know, when they've told other people. Yeah. And the second thing, it's kind of a bit of a pain point, but it's, I don't want to feel bad telling, I don't want to look like a failure. I don't want to feel bad telling everybody I was going to do this and now I haven't done it. Yeah. It's going to make me look bad. So it's, it's, you know, really working towards that pain. No one wants the pain of looking, looking stupid, but it's one of those things you're more likely to stick to it. And even on the theme of pain, I took it a step further, which is why I was saying my method was a little bit unorthodox. Um, <laughs> I, I was in a job at the time. And I knew, I knew, like, when I had mapped this all out, I noticed if I'm not consistent, if I don't actually do the, the income producing tasks consistently, not just consistently reading, but the actual tasks, if I don't do them, I'm going to be stuck. And uh, sorry, maybe a PG podcast, but I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be stuck at this fucking job for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, it didn't really stick in my head until I was like at bed, in bed at night thinking about it. So I decided I needed to instill that pain in myself daily. So what I did, um, and don't know why I'm looking at my printer. It's not like I printed it recently. So it's a habit, right? But uh, I printed up on a, on a sheet of paper. If you, and the words were, if you do not take action in your business today, you will be stuck at this fucking job for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. I wrote that in really big font. I had it on my office wall plastered here so I could see it mm -hmm. and I had it at my desk at work as well thank god my boss never saw that but uh <laughs> I had it kind of tucked away but enough that I would still like open my drawer and move things around that would still be staring at me in the face a good 10 20 30 times a day oh yeah yeah that can be so powerful like like having that that physical reinforcer right that you're forced to see every single day right sometimes even just multiple times a day that that physical thing that just slaps you in the face yep. with you know just this if if i don't do this then then that's the truth right or i won't get that right it reminds me of um i was actually uh listening to uh, a podcast by russell brunson today uh marketing secrets and uh he's talking to someone else who actually referenced a, a tony robbins quote right and, and a belief uh which reminds me of, of this and kind of this method which is uh human beings like uh we're never going to achieve the things we want to achieve unless right uh not achieving them is so painful we can't bear it 
right? Like, like the, the consequences of not doing it is so painful. We can't live with it. Right. Mm -hmm. If that's not the case, then we're not going to change. Right. And so I know I've been struggling with that in my my own life. Um, And that quote hit me really hard today, which is why I find it funny that that we're talking about that. Yeah. On on this podcast, because it's so true. Right. You, You need to find that thing. Right. That you just can't bear. Right. That just the thought or the thing that you can't bear um, and attach that right to the thing that you want to achieve. Right. Like if I don't achieve this, then this will happen and, and I can't live with that. So I have to do this. Right. I don't have a choice. Right. And, and placing yeah. yourself in the position where you don't have a choice but to do this thing. And you'd be amazed at what you can actually accomplish. It's crazy. And it's, you know, for everyone it's different. For me, uh, I really didn't enjoy my job. I've never liked working the nine to five. So for me, that was my pain point. Um, But for other people, it could be as simple as having a picture of their kids at their desk. Mm -hmm. It could be as simple as somebody who wants to open their own restaurant down the line, but they're not taking action to it. And to think they'll never be able to have that restaurant. They'll never be able to serve people in a way, you know, to be able to show them what they're capable of and um, to be able to empower them and impact them with their food or they may not be able to travel as much as they want everyone's got to have that pain that might be specific to them and you know humans right we respond to pleasure or pain but it's always we respond to pain much better it's kind of like the the hand on the iron right you yank it away oh yeah definitely yeah it's just it's kind of the way we evolved right we we evolved to avoid pain right avoid (laughs) the danger avoid the pain right and it's such a strong motivator in us and uh yeah, just to your point, that, that can really be anything. It reminds me of uh, the fact that even for a, the diff- a different things you want to achieve, your pain point will be different, right? Because mm-hmm. right now, uh, I'm really struggling. Uh, I'm forcing myself to find a very significant external pain point for actually taking action in my business every single day right now, right? Because right now, I feel too comfortable, right? But even uh, last June, uh, I had a different problem where um, in some of my therapy and recovery stuff, I just wasn't taking it as seriously as I should, I wasn't taking the action I needed to. And so my therapist kicked me in the ass and said, if you don't do this every single week, I'm going to, you're out. Like, I'm not going to see you anymore. Right. And the thought of losing that, that pro the progress I'd already made and the progress I'd hoped to achieve was, was so unbearable to me. All of a sudden the next week, complete turnaround. And I never even looked back. And I never struggled once with doing the stuff I need to do to actually proceed, progress in my therapy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's really amazing the transformation that once you find that that real just unbearable pain point, right? That that unbearable thing. Once you find that and you get that fixed in your mind and it's real to you, you can make unbelievable progress in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Um, and it can be almost instant, right? Just instant the turnaround um, in the, your ability to do it. Um, so that's really cool. I'm really glad you brought that up. And it's really funny that you brought it up today of all days. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, but, uh, but what other tactics uh, did you use? Um, you know, just kind of really getting down to the nitty gritty. Like, what did you just do on mm-hmm. a daily or a weekly basis, you know, to help make yourself more consistent? Yeah. So I had those as my ongoing motivators. And more specific ones to help me be more consistent. And I find this with anything, again, not just in business, but any area that someone's struggling in. You know, you need to have, uh, 
you need to have a set of tasks that need to be done and you need to be held accountable. So let's use the job, for example. You go to a job, you don't get the thing done that you need to get done by 5.30 on a Friday. You don't get it done, what happens? You're fired. Or maybe you've got a nice boss and they'll give you a second or third chance, but if you don't keep doing it consistently, you will get fired. Yeah. And the problem in business is, you may have heard, they always say, treat your business like a business um, instead of treating it like a hobby. But most of us, we've never been entrepreneurs before. We've never owned hotels and restaurants and chains. And yeah. Uh, yeah. we've never done anything like that. So we come into an online business and then we think, hmm, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Well, we don't know how. All we've ever known, most of us, is jobs. Mm-hmm. So I tell people, this is what I did and this is what I recommend to people or my coaching clients too, to treat your business like a job. So I did that. I wrote down the tasks, what I needed to do, and I ticked them off as I did them. And while I know nobody's physically going to kick my ass if I don't do it, but I treated it with the mindset of, I'm not going to sleep until I get these things done. And they weren't so insurmountable that you know I'm not going to give myself an impossible task to get done. Mm-hmm. But they are tasks that needed to be done on a daily basis. And if I don't get them done, I'm going to treat it as if I were fired. I'm going to treat it as if... Um, as if I would get fired, I would negatively reinforce myself. I wouldn't go out for like beers with my friends if I didn't get it done. And at some point, we can try all the strategies and tactics we want, but we do need that discipline in ourselves as well. Yeah. So okay. I treat it like a job and I had my task written out. And if someone wants to take it one step further, I didn't do this at the time, but if I were to do this again, I would. Now I would uh, have my tasks written down with times. So I'd say, okay, I get home from work at five. Uh, chill out for an hour at 6 p.m., 6 to 6.30, I'm going to do this. 6.30 to 7, I'm going to do this. 7 to 7.15, have a cup of tea, have a little break. 7.15 to 7.30, I'm going to do this. And I would have time slots mapped out because, again, if you're at a job, and obviously if you're in retail or something, you may do the same thing for like eight hours, but in any kind of office setting, there's sometimes, I guess, bad example again, right? I was kind of, uh, I wasn't the best office employee i was kind of doing things when i felt like it but in in many jobs if i can use that reference in many jobs there's certain things that need to be done at certain times or even going back to school you go to calculus class at 10 you go to your english class at 11 you go to your geography class at 12 there are things that need to be done at certain times and when you when you put time slots on it it holds you accountable and also stops you just have you, have you ever spent like hours on a task that you thought would take you 20 minutes or 30 minutes and you end up staring at the computer all day? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I just I just did today. Like something I, <laughs> I honestly thought was going to take me like 30 minutes tops. I spent three hours on and it was uh, it was just building out and uh, uh, writing the copy and, uh, you know, the design and stuff on a Web page. Right. That mm-hmm. I was putting together. Right. And I was just like 30 minutes tops. I'll have this done. Right. And then you know, all of a sudden, three hours later, I'm just like, fuck, like I'm just finishing this up and I still need to do an edit on the copy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's it's just it's crazy. Um, yeah. Like how quickly time can get away from you. And sometimes that can happen. Like, don't beat yourself up over it. Sometimes things that can happen, especially with something creative, like writing copy. You don't just want to smash it out and put something together that you're not proud of. But in my instance, I was talking about um for example, doing a video. I know a video is not going to take me like three, four hours or whatever. So, or if I know I have to connect, uh, make a connection with 10 new people a day on social media, 
I know that thing I can contain within a 30 minute time frame. Something more creative, yeah, it's hard to put those time limits. But when you have a uh, when you have a task that's somewhat rudimentary and it's more just getting the stuff done, you can put a time limit on that. And it, it really helps, even like with what you described there. Not saying to rush it and make low quality work, but uh, if you have that time limit in mind, it, you know, it may force you to level up and just start doing things a bit quicker. I know for me it has, right? Even with that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely can. Like, uh, de- deadline- deadlines are miraculous things. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like human beings, like I said, uh, at least for me and a lot of people I know, the closer we get to a deadline, all of a sudden the faster we begin to work. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, and, and we start to uh, achieve things that we didn't previously think we could achieve in that same amount of time um, because we have to. Right. Yeah. Um, like the, the human body and the human brain's capacity uh, to exceed our expectations is vast, um, as, as I've come to realize over the years. And uh, I, I think it's really important, even if you can uh, just artificially create that deadline in that scarcity. Right. The fact that I only have this much time to do this thing, um, you can you can achieve so much more in less time. Yeah, uh, I think that that's a really, really cool uh, kind of uh, very specific thing that people can do um, to help um, not only become more consistent, but become more disciplined. Right. Because, because now you, you have, if, especially if you schedule out your time 30 minutes, you know, your day 30 minutes at a time and you make and you have to stick to that. Right. All of a sudden you just become very disciplined in your actions. And, um, and, and that, that is something in and of itself that's really hard to achieve is, is that discipline. Um, I, because you mentioned school, right? Uh, but even school and jobs and stuff like that, uh, when, all of a sudden, like, once we're out of that structured environment and there isn't isn't that thing, you know, yeah. you're holding us accountable. All of a sudden, we have to hold ourselves accountable. And I think people kind of suck at it. And <laughs> dis- discipline, discipline is one of the ultimate skills, um, one of the ultimate habits to build up. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, I see so many people who are successful in their jobs. They're great at their jobs. But you take them out of that job. And they can't do some simple things um, that they want to accomplish. They just can't get them done. And I, I think it does come down to that lack of discipline. And where you just mentioned the 30 minute, um, like mapping things out, that's actually something I used. I had um, one of my mentors told me about it. And what he did was he actually did 15 minutes. He was a little bit extra. It was a bit extreme. Um, but he printed a 24 hour calendar for the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, using the 24 hour clock. 0015, 0020, uh, sorry, 30, 0045, all the way down to 2345 at night. Um, and he would fill out, he kept this folded up in his pocket. Mm-hmm. It was like he folded it into like 16 times. He had it in his pocket and he would uh, write down in every slot what he was doing for that 15 minute interval. Obviously for like sleep, he put down, you know, one big massive sleep for like seven, eight hours. But during the day he would say, okay, um, these times I was at work. Okay, lunch break. First 15 minutes, eating. Second 15 minutes, working on the business. Third 15 minutes, taking a walk. When he came home, he would do the same thing. So I did mine. Um, I didn't go as extreme as 15 minutes, but I did just what you said there, 30-minute time slots. And when I noticed that, and you, you know, you have to be honest with yourself when doing this. I noticed, I went back, I was like, okay, 15 minutes, uh, no, 30 minutes, standing in front of the fridge watching TV. And you know, those kind of times just go away from you. And when you hold yourself accountable and you, and you be completely honest with yourself and you look at it, um, yeah. that tracking is huge. And this is another thing you'll notice about 
consistent people who achieve success. Look at the most uh, fit guys in the gym. They've got their notebooks with them. They're, they're, they're tracking, right? Um, in business, they're tracking. And again, another quote. I wish I could remember some of the people who said these. It's you know one of the beautiful things about learning. But mm-hmm. you, um, the name's eluding me right now. You can only manage what you measure. Or I think yeah, it might be yeah. you can't manage what you don't measure. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that quote sounds familiar to me too. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to go look that up again, and as soon as I do, I'm like, oh, that was the name. Yeah, but no, I, I'm so glad you mentioned uh, that, that we kind of touched on this because this is actually something I uh, I instituted on my own um, at the beginning of this year. Um, I mapped out a daily um, schedule from uh, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, blocked out like 30 minutes at a time. Like in my time, every single day is just scheduled. Every single day, this is what I'm doing every single day. And uh, I'm still working on it. <laughs> it, it. It really does take time to to kind of break those old habits and build the new ones. Right, being, but being able to, you know, give myself a task that needs to be done in a specific time, right, and then also being able to re- recognize my own limits and build in the build in the break times that I need, right, in the time to do the things that I find more pleasurable and enjoyable. Right, yeah. and actually be able to have that, but in a scheduled amount of time, so it doesn't get away from me. And all of a sudden, I spent five hours watching a TV show. Yeah, right? yeah, it has been huge for me. Um, and yeah. actually, um, I also uh, you mentioned this earlier too, but I, I also started a, a daily task list. Right, so every single night I write down, I I sit down and I write the things that need to be done the next day, uh, yeah. no matter what. But by the end of the day, that tomorrow uh, those things need to be done right and yeah. if they're not done then i've then i failed right and it's and just just that the the, the thought of failing that is, is just killer um and so i, I love these kind of little hacks that that uh you know a, a lot of people find to be really really useful uh you know across the spectrum to actually becoming more consistent and overcoming the thing that they're struggling with uh and, and moving towards their goals yeah, and I find desire does play into it as well because with something like a business or even like if I relate it to gyms, sometimes we're so far from the goal mm-hmm. that it's it's hard to even manage. It's hard to even conceptualize it happening. Mm-hmm. And I notice, you know, I tend to just kind of sometimes think random thoughts and I thought, well, you know, if I wanted it bad enough, I would do it because when you're absolutely starving, mm-hmm. you will go and get the food, right? Even if you're the laziest guy in the world and you wait for your food to be brought to you, when the hunger is at extreme, you will go and get it mm-hmm. because you want it badly enough. Yeah. And this is the thing because in business or, you know, anything with like a long-term goal, like gym, musical instruments, any, any kind of real learned skill, where we want to be is we're usually not happy with a, a slight level of competency. We want to be the master of it. Mm-hmm. And so because it's so far removed, we tend to not really go after it, but it's just taking it one step at a time and realizing how bad you actually want it. Oh yeah, that, that's huge. I, I think it's really, really important. And it's, as that goes down to uh, to another skill that I've talked extensively about, which is self awareness, right? Uh, and a lot of people talk about this, right? And it's such a key skill to have, right? Which is just be very aware of what do I actually want, right? And uh, and what are my priorities here, right? Because everything in your life comes down to a priority, right? Um, because 
you know, everything like your relationships, your business, your, your fitness, your, your health, right? It's a, it's all a series of choices of black and white choices, right? I want this more than I want this. And so I'm going to do the things that get me this, right? And you're just, you're choosing between those things. And so you have to be really, really self-aware and be able to prioritize, well, what do I want? Right. And, and be able to, to be like, oh, I want to be the fittest like I want to be super ripped and, and fit and healthy, right? And and that is like my number one priority. And so if that is, then that means I have to, you know, give up these things, right? Sacrifices have to be made, and uh, and being able to actually map out what those things are, what and what your priorities are, um, is huge. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. It's it really is. You know, it, it it's realizing how bad you want it and making those sacrifices, as you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, gosh, and and that's so valuable. Um, so to kind of recap where we come so far, um, just because I, I like to kind of uh, we can go off on tangents uh, sometimes. Yeah. So I like to make sure that as we go, uh, we we kind of track where we've been. Right. So you you found right that consistency was your main problem, obviously. Uh, you know because uh, you know you just you weren't reading, you weren't going to the gym, right? You weren't making any money, you weren't leaving your job, right? like all all things that uh that most of us can relate to um and so you realize well i need to be more consistent <laughs> how do you get more consistent well who did it like who 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 is successful at being consistent and, and what are they doing and that that's a really really huge skill um that i think we uh we covered a lot and then um you know then going into the actual things that we did that you did specifically to become consistent which is um, you know, one of those daily motivational reminders, right? That, that, that pain point, right? That, that in unbearable thing that would happen if you don't, if you aren't more consistent, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that can be applied to any struggle you have, like any goal you want to achieve, you have to find the unbearable thing that happens if you don't achieve it, right? Just to remind you every single day that I have to do the things to achieve this. Otherwise this thing will happen. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And which is incredibly valuable and something that um, I'd never really thought about before today um, in any real sense, but I've experienced it before and I'm sure so many other people have. Right. Uh, you know, just this idea that, well, if if I don't go and get food, I would die, you know, in the very extreme sense. Right. Like if, if I, like it doesn't matter what type of food it is, I don't even care anymore. Right. If I don't eat in the next two days i'm gonna die kind of mm-hmm. like just finding something that's that unbearable to you right that that's just you there's no way you could live with it and and that that's so valuable and then uh, going even more specific than right like mapping out your day right providing that, that list of things that you need to accomplish every single day and even going even further than micro budgeting your time down to even a 30 or 15 minutes at a time and scheduling a task that needs to be done in there is huge. And then getting the accountability of others, right? That external accountability um, of the thing that you want to achieve so that you aren't letting people down. Uh, it's why I love weeks where I have interviewees on this podcast, right? Because like, for example, I, I've been up for 48 hours at this point. Like oh, wow. most of the time, like wow. I, I would just, I'd be like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to record, right? But yeah. I have a guest. Right, and so I'm accountable to someone else and someone else's time, right? And so I have to be here, and so 
um, you know, being able to find that thing that that whole you know that external accountability, that that person that you can't let down, right, is huge to making sure that even even those times where you just don't want to do the thing, you have to do the thing. Otherwise, this person's going to be disappointed, or they're going to know you didn't do it. Like, and putting all that together really helps you achieve then that overall consistency, um, which is huge. Like, in it, yeah, it is just um, slow and progressive, right? It takes time, right? And mm-hmm. I think you touched on that too, too, right? Like, it, it's not, it's not always an over like the desire can be an overnight thing and the the decision to actually take action is an overthink overnight thing but it's still it's still hard right you're still breaking habits right and you're still forming new habits and you're learning new skills and all that stuff is hard and it takes time and so it's really important to recognize that um because you mentioned earlier right we we have this pie in the sky picture of where we want to be right this end goal and we can't visualize getting there Right, because we, we don't budget the right amount of time and the, the slow and recognizing the slow process that it takes. Um, yeah. And and that's really, really important. Um so in regards then to getting uh more consistent, right? We've talked about uh many of the skills that you've used, right? What other skills have you used? Um, you know, uh to become more consistent, if any, right, that, that are noteworthy. Yeah, so these are the main ones that I've shared here. Um, there are other little ones along the way, but I would give one extra hack, which was really cool. Um, again, you've probably heard, you know, you're the, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Now, especially for myself building an online business, guess what? Most of my friends and family around me, people I'm around all day, they don't build an online business. They think I'm kind of they think I'm kind of nuts for doing this stuff, right? So I needed to create that artificial environment. I need to create that kind of controlled environment. So what I did was I made sure there's certain people who I wanted to be where they are. They have what I want. They've achieved the success that I want. I made sure I would put them to the top or pin them or you know, like on social media you can do see first. I would make sure I would see their updates first mm-hmm. every day. So if I was on my computer and I didn't feel like being consistent and I would see one of my mentors has gone and posted a video today. Another one has posted this kind of value tip. This person's done this. This person's done that. It's already in my mind. All these people have done this. That's why they are where they, where they are. I have a choice today. Do it or don't do it. But when you have all these people doing it, it inspires you. It encourages you. It lifts you up. And it gives you some ideas because I see somebody else has done a video about this. Maybe I can use that as a bit of framework to work on and do something similar or spin it or something. So it's like if you're down the pub and all your friends come, you're with five friends, and all of them order a beer, chances are, unless you're like allergic to beer, chances are you're going to go and order the same one. Um, it's just it's just habit. It's just familiarity. And when I have people in my feed doing this on social media, five people make a video, okay, he's going to, you know, he's going to go and make a video as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's really, really important, and it's a, a skill that I've touched on before in the podcast, and I'll definitely touch on again, right, which is you have to, when you want to achieve something or you want to overcome something, you have to surround yourself with the people that will help you get there, right, and um, 
Like, and, and that's just a must, right? If you want to achieve this thing, you have to be surrounded by the people that will help you get there. Like, if, if it's people who, who think you're you're crazy or if it's people who will have no desire to take action to do that thing or to lift you up, right? Or, um, you know, even if they don't, you know, even if they don't necessarily know you, right? But if there's, you're surrounded by people who just don't care about that thing, then you'll just, you'll stop caring and you'll, you'll give up. Right, because you'll just you'll just be dragged down to the level of whoever you're, you are around, and so it's really really important uh, skill there uh, to make sure that you do surround yourself with the people who genuinely want you to be successful and are doing the things that will that can inspire you to be your best. Um, that that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. You, you nailed it. You nailed it. It's... You have to be around those people. And like you said, the two types, not just the people who want their success for you, but the people who are actually doing it as well. Because there's there's a plethora of people out there who, quote unquote, want success. Mm-hmm. I want to surround my pe- myself with the people who are proving that they want the success. They're, they're actually walking the walk. They're doing the things. Yeah. yeah. When you have that kind of a tribe, more often than not, it's actually funny because me and two of my, two of my closest partners in business um, – they're, they're girls and, uh, you know, we started kind of working together when all of us were making no money. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because we're in a big community of entrepreneurs. Yeah, us three re- very quickly rose to the top of this affiliate marketing company, all doing six figures. And what's the chances that we were all making zero? We all teamed up at the same time and now all of us went to that level. You know, it's, it's not a coincidence. No, it's not. Like, and that's the thing, right? There, there's there's some luck in the universe, but they're, they're really luck doesn't play much of a factor in most people's lives. It's, it's action, mm-hmm. right? It's the actions you take every single day that determine the outcome of your life. And, and too many people, um, don't want to take responsibility for that. And they don't want to, they're, or they're not ready to take responsibility for that. Right. And so it, it's either it's luck or it's timing or it's, Oh, if, if only, right. But no matter what, it's it's always like if you take the if you take the action steps necessary to get you to do the thing, you'll do the thing, right? Like if you do if you do it, you'll get there. It's it's mm-hmm. just it's that simple, right? There's there's no luck about it. Absolutely, sense. yeah. And and so like that is just that's so important for people to realize, right? Is that whenever you're looking at a successful person, right, like they work their asses off to get there right it's just that simple right they they put in the work right now there may be wealthy people right but they're not necessarily successful right because like because that's the difference right is that uh you might have wealth and you might not have wealth you, you know you might have friends or you might not have friends right but like but just because you have those things doesn't mean you're successful right because success is different to every person right and to me success has to be something you actually worked for Right to be successful, you have to have worked for it, and so mm-hmm. and the only people who are successful who are the people who have actually done the work. And it's just yeah. that simple. Um, and it's really really important for people to realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I agree. That. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Let's see, we've been going for about an hour now. So, uh, you know, so you struggle with consistency, and we've talked about the skills, right? That you, you've used, right? So what? are some of the really positive impacts and the, the skills have had um, 
you know, you know, since you've overcome your problem of consistency, right, what are the positive impacts of that, right? And how you then also translate some of the skills you use to become more consistent into other aspects of your life? Good question. Okay, so it's, they have been prominent in other areas of my life as well. And they've had, like, so many other benefits. Mm -hmm. So just from being consistent in my business, obviously, I've been able to leave my job, I've been able to, you know, create the kind of income I want. Uh, even for myself, I've been able to travel, like I travel routinely three to four months a year. I'm actually, I just booked a ticket this morning, actually, um, leaving on Monday, going away for a few weeks. So, you know, I've been able to create that kind of life. And especially with the online, you know, we call it the laptop lifestyle or smartphone lifestyle, what have you. Um, you know, it's a beautiful thing. But now since I've realized, okay, this is what this takes. It's freed up more time. Um, you know, things like my health, my uh, fitness, my relationships, even things like as superficial as I look, I look back on a photo of myself from about six years ago and I look better and younger now than I did then because of the small changes I'm making over time and the consistency of them, not just yeah. doing something once and stopping. Mm -hmm. um, so it's had so much uh, repercussion in all those areas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, in uh, the, the stress relief alone, Oh, right, yeah. you know, when you know you're not succeeding at the thing you want to to succeed at, right? The stress of that is just mind-boggling, right? Uh, like it, it's amazing, just like once you actually start to achieve the thing that you want to achieve, all of a sudden just years will melt off of you, right? It'll yeah, like you just dropped a thousand pounds, right? Yeah. But just the tension that'll be gone, um, like it's huge, right? And uh, and it and it always shows. Like you can always tell when someone is really I was really stressed and then all of a sudden now they're not. Yeah. It's, like, you know, those, those physical signs alone and different things, their vibe, their mojo, their, even things like skin and like mm -hmm. everything. And yeah. That stuff manifests itself like that. And even not on some, uh, even not on those kind of levels, not just self-serving levels, but the consistency of what I've been able to do now has attracted other people. You know, I've got some coaching clients, people in my network marketing and affiliate marketing teams and, Really, from there, because they've seen my consistency, they already know from the get-go kind of what it takes to be successful because they've seen what I do. Yeah. So yeah. they already have that clear picture right from the beginning. They don't. They're not. They're not being fed the Kool-Aid. They're not being told, "Oh, you do a bit of this and a bit of that." And you just chat to a couple of friends. They already know that it takes hard work. So they're coming in with the right expectations. Mm -hmm. And just in the last few months alone, I've had. Uh, I, can, I can think of three different people alone in the last three or four months. One is a young couple. Um, he's been working for about nine months now. He's recently able to leave his job. He was working um, in the oil and gas industry on the rigs. Uh, like hours away, he'd have to leave his wife and his uh, his little child and go away for you know two, three weeks at a time and then fly back. He's been able to leave his job. Another very good friend of mine who was totally against network marketing has come into the industry after you know opening up to it to a bit more. You know, created himself you know multiple. I don't know if that's even a term, but I was going to say like a couple thousand dollars a month. I was going to say multiple four figures per month. And it's mm -hmm. it's because they already have that right mindset coming in. Mm -hmm. And the reason they have that right mindset coming in, I believe, is because they've seen what I've done. Yeah. And they already know, okay, if I want success, I need to do what this guy's doing. Yeah. So it's painted that realistic expectation for them, giving them a good picture. And those guys as well, like not not to take responsibility for it, they've worked their asses off. But I noticed they're starting to look better. They're starting to be happier, probably because they don't have those jobs. But, you know, they start to be mm -hmm. a bit happier. They're starting to eat healthier. Like 
everything is just yeah. turning around. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. No, it, it really, really is, right? And it's, it's so amazing just to know that, you know, like, especially, uh, like, in, in cases like yours and, and stuff like that, where, um, where people can see, right? Where, where like, I, I love... I love people who are really, really open in their lives, and this is why I love social media, right? Because people get to see where people were and where they're at now, and then they get to see what they did to get there, right? And that's so important because anyone right now can, can look back if, if they've known you long enough or, or even if the stuff is still living, you can still probably go back and look at it, right? What were you doing six years ago, right? They can go back and see. They can see what you looked at. They can see what you wrote, right? They can see your videos or wh whatever, you know, right and they can see well this is what he did five years ago and then four years ago and then three years ago right and then they can see that change right and they can see the tipping point right and they can see the change in you right and then all of a sudden they can see like oh that person is just six years ago he was just like me and then he did these things right which i can do too and he became successful and he's mm -hmm. happier and healthier for it right and, and that's really really cool and, and i love um now you bring that up right it's so important to do that right to find the people who have been open and honest from the get-go right not the people that just uh popped onto the the scene with the lamborghini right? yeah <laughs> you know and, and told you where they were right you know not to say those people didn't go through something and 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 didn't become successful right but to actually be able to just go back and see well this person was right here Right, and, yeah. then, and yeah. then they did this, and they were right here, and then they did this, and then they were right here, and now they did this, 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 and this, and now look, they they making six figures a year, and they have no debt, and they're traveling four months out of the year, and they're happy and healthy, and they're only improving, they're only going higher, right, and this is where they started, and I can follow that path, and and that's so important because I, I think too often we mythologize. The people who have become successful right and uh and it's so hard to track their actual journey right to actually be able to mirror it and and being able to do and social media has made it possible for us to begin to track that and begin to mirror it and for so many other people to ascend yeah absolutely mate absolutely and it's it, it's so funny how these these conversations are coming to fruition and how it works because i never look back on my old posts on facebook but today i had one come up and it showed a video i did a year ago and so I'm like, oh, yeah, I was just being curious. I was like, I clicked the on this day feature on Facebook and I saw what I posted two years ago, three years ago, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. And I've not looked at that before today. And then we just brought it up now. And I look like I was posting about nonsense, maybe one or two likes. And now there's, there's rarely a post I'll put up that doesn't get 100 or 200 likes and a couple of hundred comments. And I look at just the progression of that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been amazing. Just like what you said. And it humanizes you because. Yeah. Like you said, we tend to put people up on that pedestal, but this really humanizes people. You look back and you see, well, no, he was doing, but oh, if anybody looks at mine from even three years ago, mate, maybe three or four years ago, I'd be like, what was this guy doing? Seriously, this guy, Kay, he's, he's successful? Like, I never would have guessed it because, yeah. yeah. So, no, mate, I'm really glad you mentioned that. That is really Yeah, really yeah I think that's what I love. Like, I love authenticity. Authenticity is key, I think. And, uh, and it's why I struggle so much with people who, uh, who, uh, who get flashy with their things, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, in the entrepreneurial space, it is a big one, right? I, I see so many 
so many pictures of uh, uh, exotic cars and mansions yeah. and beaches, right? Or the beach beachfront pool, right? And not that those people haven't earned those things, right? Uh, but sometimes it's really, really nice. To act, but then, like, when you actually look, then, well, they don't have any of those humanizing moments, right? And, and so it doesn't feel authentic, right? It doesn't feel like they're a real person, right? It feels yeah. like they're, they're just this, some, this, this faraway thing that I can't ever attain. Um, you know, but when you see the person that, you know, has the picture of the Lamborghini, right, but then they also have the picture of them in a pizza uniform, right like like that's a that's a huge that's a huge dynamic shift right we're just like oh that was them and and now this is them well how'd they get there and then they have that path that's huge um yeah and uh, i find a lot of value in that um and uh and and it's why it's why i love this podcast right um because i get to talk to people and i get them to people who are successful right or are achieving the success that they want Right, and then I get them on here, and they talk about the, when they were shit at this, right? When, when they stopped <laughs> doing this thing, right? Yeah. And so now, like my goal, like I said, is to get find people who then are in the same spot, get people who are in the same spot, you know, who who can't be consistent in their business or their reading or their health, right? To watch this episode and be like, oh god, this K guy, he sucked at it too, and this is what he did, right? And I can do that too. And, and I can learn those skills and I can implement the, that and then I can be successful and I can achieve what I want to achieve. And so I'm really, really glad you came on and shared your story. I'm thankful um, so, so much for the opportunity to interview really cool people like you. Um, this is just like the highlight of my week. Every single week that I get an interview on is just to talk to cool people who have achieved success. Um, yeah. Glad to hear it, man, and really, really appreciate you having me out. Really appreciate you giving me the chance to, uh, you know, share this with with your audience as well. So, mm-hmm. thanks so much for that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah, we're, let's see, we're about an hour six minutes right now. So, um, this is generally when I when I start to end things off. So, uh, quick before um, I cut us off, is there one last thing, right, that that you felt like we didn't get to cover, or that you you want to cover a little bit more? Uh, one last plug that you want to get in for uh, your coaching and stuff like that uh, kind of before we sign off here? Yeah, so rather than bring up something new, I would just reiterate a point that we said. And we said, find the people who have done what you want to do and, you know, follow them closely. So find someone who has what you want, do what they do, you'll get what they get. You may have heard that. I say even more over than that. Find someone who has done what you've done and look at what they've done to get there and then apply those things and I tell people to follow only a couple because in the beginning I found about 50 people who were successful and I was trying to do a bit of what this guy was doing, a bit of what that girl was doing, a bit about what this bloke was doing. Mm. And I got overwhelmed and confused. So if you like videos, for example, find somebody who's done it through videos. Mm. If you like certain strategy, find someone who's done it with that. There is no point trying to become, let's use online marketing in this case. There's no point trying to become a big online marketer and following someone who does videos if you absolutely despise the thought of doing video yeah if you if you realize the potential and you say okay i want to get over my fear which is what i did i got over that fear but some people say i never want to do a video that is fine then they should follow someone who blogs or someone who podcasts they should not go and follow someone who does a video so keep those associations tight Uh, pick only a couple of people 
at yeah. my most, I usually say. And uh, for anything that I want to plug, I mean, you know, I'm, if anybody's listening to this and wants to come and catch me, you know, you, you can find me on social media. Uh, it's just K-A-Y. It's my first name, last name Somji, S-O-M-J-I. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook's mainly where I hang out on my profile and fan page. You can find me on my website by the same, ni- same name, ksomji.com. And just to close out with, with a little bit of what I do there to, to help people, because we've talked about a few concepts here today, mm-hmm. um, but really working with a coach allows you the opportunity to have that accountability, to have your hand held one-on-one, um, check in weekly with somebody. And another big thing for me, which is why I love investing in coaches myself, is it really compresses time. Yeah. Now, the things that I've been able to do in the last, well, three months alone mm-hmm. would have taken me over a year had I not been working with a coach. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they just, they can compress time. They can find the things that you've already, that, that they've already done. Maybe they've done the mm-hmm. same things that you're looking to do. They can guide you, tell you what to do right, what you're doing wrong, and mm-hmm. what things you can do. So obviously, don't just take it from me. But when you select a coach, if you choose to do so, find somebody who has the result you want, proven results. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they've done, yeah, and, and you've got to make sure you vibe with them, right? You can't have a coach that you just you, you think they're you think they're an idiot. You don't like them; it's not mm-hmm. going to work, right? Find somebody who's going to vibe with you, and also has uh, has the result you want. Yeah, yeah, that's so so important, right? Because uh, the beautiful thing about coaches, right, is um, uh, you get uh, in a very short amount of time the the culmination of all their years of experience. Yeah, right? all their years of experience are then. You know, and uh, yeah. and that, that's amazing, right? And and they can really help guide you on the path to help you make you so successful. And so, um, I think coaches are huge, and um, and I, I do. I really, really love coaching. I, when you find the right coach, right? Uh, too many times you, you you may find people that uh, aren't quite cut out for coaching um, because <laughs> they haven't done the thing that they're coaching you to do, um, mm-hmm. or they don't actually know how to do the thing that they're coaching you to do. Um, it's, uh, it's really, really important to find someone who actually knows what they're doing. Um, and just one more aspect on, t- on the back of that, right? Um, sometimes that pain point, right, that people can find that that thing that they can't bear to lose is they don't want to waste their money, right? So if you find a coach that you actually have to pay and you actually put that money down, mm. well, now you might actually take the action because now, uh, you know, well, if I don't do this and I just handed some guy $1,500 and, you know, I you know, I could, I could have spent that on a new computer or, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's really, really important to, uh, you know, find whatever you need to motivate yourself it is really, really cool. Um, and coaches are definitely a great way. I recommend them for anyone and everyone for anything that you can think of. Yeah, um, fastest way to accelerate your success. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Right. E- even if, uh, yeah, even if the, the, that coach is semi-free, Right, even if you're just consuming some really, really great, valuable content from someone like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk or uh, Russell Brunson or uh, Julie Christine Stoin, right, um, and so many other people, right, uh, th- those are people in the entrepreneurial space, right, that I love to consume free content from and get so much value from, right, that, that uh, they, they accelerate my knowledge just by months and years at a time, sometimes in a single video, and so um, it's really, really invaluable. So we're going to go ahead and sign off. Um, thank you so, so much, Kay, for being on. Um, be sure, any listeners, uh, check him out on Facebook. Uh, he mentioned earlier, Kay Somji, uh, K-A-Y-S-O-M-J-I. 
Uh, I'll go ahead and put links to both his personal and business profile in the show notes. Um, this is the Overcoming Podcast with Caleb Van Voren. Once again, please follow us, like, subscribe, do whatever on whatever platform you're consuming this on, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play. Right? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at OvercomingPC. And if you want to get a hold of me at all, you can do so on any of those platforms, or you can email me at OvercomingPC at gmail.com. Thanks again for stopping by, Kay, and uh, we'll see all our viewers next week.